0: Yo, with a guy, um, and he says, You know why your YouTube page had to
1: take
0: off? Uh, and everybody was like, We don't know. We don't know why. And he said, YouTube page ain't took off because you haven't cut your damn camera off. <laughs> he said, If you walk around the house doing what you normally do, mm-hmm. cut your camera on. You might do something fascinating to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's some people folding clothes. On TV, getting paid.
1: I told you about the makeup thing. That's why <laughs> I started doing it because I knew I'm going to be sitting right here and I have a clamp thing that does like this that has a little light, ring light on it. Absolutely. So, and it has a thing where I can hold my phone. So I clamped it on the side of the mirror right there on a little thing. It's got the little light. I don't need the light because my, I use daylight lights over my mirror. And it has a little thing where I put my phone in there, hit a the little button, sit it where I want it to be, and then if I decide to do something I do. So I did one this morning. I forgot what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> I already I posted it real fast. I forgot what it was about. Oh, it was talking about the law of attraction. Mm. This man my brother sent me something where a man was talking about the law of attraction. He says, We think to attract something, you have to do something to have it attract you. He says But you don't have to do something. The law of attraction. Attraction comes from who you genuinely are. Whoever you genuinely are attracts certain things. But a lot of times, even if it's something good because of insecurities and saying we don't deserve that or because of whatever we feel we push away, but it's automatically trying to get to us. Whereas there's other things negative that don't mix with who we genuinely are. That's trying to get away from us, but we hold on to them because of our insecurities. So that's why we're so messed up because we never get what we're supposed to get. But we have all this stuff we always have to release because we hold on to it so tight because we don't, it's almost like you'd rather have something than be empty. Right. You know, like people in relationships. I'd rather have somebody here than be unhappy and be by myself. When if you get by yourself, you find out who you are and you'll probably attract what you need instead of always grabbing for what's available.
0: Me telling people that never makes sense. (laughs) I was like, "What do you like to do
1: mm-hmm.
0: You looking for somebody you don't even know what you like. Mm-hmm. you don't know what you love, you don't know what you hate
1: right, right. but
0: in love, you better know what you hate.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's all
0: I know' Because yeah. somebody loves you, they'll still do you wrong mm-hmm.
1: yeah love is easier to, uh it's more palatable. you know the things you don't like you need to know. That's what will cause you to get messed up.
0: Love will soften over all types of foolishness. Yeah, People I, will I, pave I, over, I, oh, he beat me, that's fine, let me get my over and pave over that. I mean, he doesn't respect. When I be hearing women, and like even if I hear men or if I hear women, they say, oh, man, this is the way she talks to me. And I'd be like, damn, she talked to you like that? Mm-hmm. I would not allow anybody on this earth to talk right, to me like right. that. This person that said they love you talk to you like that? I said, boy, what's an enemy if you got that type of <laughs> <laughs> But people have normalized being talked down to or being felt less than. I don't feel that way. Yeah, right. You're not going to talk to me that way. I Absolutely not. I, and I, I, I rationalize it by telling people this. Um, I had a friend, she was going through it with this man, and I was like, uh, how long y'all been knowing each other? He said, "Oh, it's been about a year." I said, "So you, how old are you?" She's like, "I'm I'm 35." Mm -hmm. So this man then came into your life, and in one year, Mm -hmm. all that you didn't tolerate before, you can now tolerate. One year of your life, Mm -hmm. he know you. One year, Mm -hmm. I don't let people treat me that way. Like, and you only, and I see it as you've only been here one year. You don't have, you don't even have a right to talk to me like that, ever. But you only did. It only took a year for me to find that, to find out that I didn't need you. But we show people how to treat us, and I say this all the time: the woman's power is in leave, the man's power is in no. If that man's not treating you right, leave. If he come find you, he wants you. If he don't, he gonna let you leave. If you tell a woman no, mm-hmm. either she gonna respect you saying no, or she gonna pout and say, I, "I'm nobody." Tell me no, and she gonna leave. Either way, you win, because mm-hmm. you find out who that person was right away. Exactly. But if you don't know that you have this power to leave or have the power to say no, yeah. you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. You'll find you'll fall for the vanity trap. Mm-hmm. You'll fall for the the sweet voice trap. Mm-hmm. The you fall for anything. When I see men talk about their dating experience, I was like, "Okay, she was pretty, but her attitude was already bad." Right, and
1: you saw that.
0: <laughs> I see the attitude, and I'm like, "You ugly," based on your attitude. But you say pretty, I can deal with the attitude. You cannot deal with this. You can't tame no tongue. It'll never be. It'll never be done in the beginning or the end of time. Again, normalizing dysfunction, normalizing dysfunction, we
1: normalize it and thought that um, instead of
0: being alone, we would rather deal with the
1: dysfunction.
0: That's Absolutely. Not deal. That's not deal. And so we're going to uh, segue into our conversation today. And we're doing this, this, this series on molestation and the next topic we're going to go into is uh, generations of rape and how it works by the numbers. And this conversation will lead into our other conversation, which will be infestation. So it's kind of be like a double conversation. You get a real prize and a real treat, as you know, we through audio show you a picture of what we've been dealing with, what we have to deal with today, based on the actions of generations before us. So when we go through this chart, I had to draw this out uh, for Auntie. I had to draw this out for her, and. Because you have to see it to understand what by the numbers means. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, I'll draw it out and I'll put it from 1960 to today. But let's go with uh, 1980. Let's start at 1980. So we'll use this same chart, but we'll base it on 1980 to make it more modern. Because nobody can identify with the 60s today if right. we try to tell a generation right now what's going on. So if we start our chart, at 1980 and let's just say molestation was happening and out of the the people that were molested in that generation let's say 80 turned good and then 20% were out doing bad things on or putting the things that were done to them onto others mm-hmm. and let's say we progress on to 1990 and let's say Okay, now it's 70% within this generation. Mm-hmm. They're outside still doing good things, not harming people with what was done to them. Mm-hmm. But now it's 30% of them mm-hmm. outside still doing these things I and mean, then so on and so forth. And so by the time you get to the day, mm-hmm. the numbers just about even of people who are because of the perversion of what happened back then. The perversion was toler it becomes tolerable because people like the perversion. Right. It doesn't seem that bad. Mm -hmm. But something that doesn't seem that bad at the beginning, with time, (laughs) gets generally worse because somebody has to keep pushing the button. Right. Like hip hop started out as, you know, a very um let's say it was the voice of the streets. It was the news of the time. Right, right. You were talking about the drug dealers on the street and what they were doing. You were talking about the prostitutes on the street. You were the court reporter of the time. You were the stenographer of the time. <laughs> right. You just made it sound good. You had a beat behind you. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into something with every generation. Somebody had to be more edgy. Somebody had to take it to another level. And then you got the two live crew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they were trying to go so far that Congress said, we got to step in and say something. Right then. Two live crew said, we don't want this to go away. We like this. Mm -hmm. And so Congress says, okay, we'll make a deal. You just put parental advisory on there and you do whatever you please. Mm -hmm. This is free will. Do whatever you please, but for the children's sake, put parental advisory on there so the parents know that there's cursing and there's foul language on the CD. Mm -hmm. And it went from two live crew to what you see today. Because the perversion is normalized. sounds good. Mm-hmm. It sonically sounds perfect. Especially to a child. We love rebellion. <laughs> like you're in your mama's house and you think you're a slave. Like, oh, she treats me with... You ain't living on free rent. You got free water. You got free food. You got free toiletries. Everything's free. And she has you clean the house. You feel like a slave. So you are in open rebellion. First with your parents. And now the world. Um... And now this music connects with your mind, mm-hmm. and you think that this person might have had an experience that is far worse than you. You might have been a suburban kid, mm-hmm. but you identify with the rebellion. <laughs> you don't have the same struggle. You got suburban kids that are depressed because they listen listening to music from somebody that's that's in a depressive state. Exactly. And now you got a whole world of kids that are depressed. <laughs> Our opportunities in the world are depressed. They sitting in their mama house. They want to go around their friends. Their friends ain't doing nothing great. Your, your mama will be like, your friends ain't doing nothing great. That's why I want you to hang around. You say, oh, you don't want me to hang around my friends? <laughs> and so you're sitting here working with something that started long before you got here. And you're dealing with the perversion that comes on the other end of it by the ones who did the bad work instead of the good work. And so here we sit here with a generation of rape. Mm-hmm. And here I tell it to you by the numbers. Mm-hmm. And this is how we work into this other conversation about infestation. You let one in the door. Mm-hmm. It breeds. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to breed one. Sometimes it breeds thousands. Right. And we're talking about generations here. So let's say somebody walked in the first child got molested in 1980 let's just say that for 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 kicks and giggles Mm -hmm. well through time it's gonna spread Mm -hmm. because obviously nobody's talking about it it. Mm well it's a movie out uh the the news media doesn't want it to do well Mm -hmm. they want to suppress it Mm -hmm. and so i'm saying to myself Was the perversion okay or should we speak up even if you speak against the perversion these days, Mm -hmm. it's like you become a granny or something. Like, oh now you're that force, you would just Mm -hmm. and so it it leaves you at an odd place, especially with me, because I love hip hop. Mm -hmm. I love it. But I also see that this in turn into something that is money based and not it's not even love based anymore. It's just I need to get on to make some money to get out of this hellhole that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it's no love for the art. And then it spilled. But this art is the number one genre across the world. So everyone's consuming the cocaine that was pushed into our communities.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And so when you speak about infestation, when you let one in the door, and let's let's liken it to those German roaches. Yes, those German roaches. You let one German roach into your house? It's like letting fifty million German roaches into your house. All they gotta do is drop out one sack, one sack with thirty thousand children.
1: And just like you said, they're hidden. Absolutely. Nobody's talking about it because
0: it's they're happening dead. in the dark.
1: Exactly. You don't know that it doesn't make
0: it to there's mainstream. One,
1: that means there's more. So it's the same in the family. You see one person who speaks up or says something. There's
0: something else going oh, on. Oh yeah. There. Somebody else, it not got to somebody else as well because it's an infestation. Mm-hmm. What's not being talked about in the dark is still happening. I call it the shadow person. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever your parents were doing in the dark mm-hmm. is what the children were doing in the light. Right. You can't hide it. It's your shadow self. Mm-hmm. So if you've gone around and cheated on your wife, but you've never shown it to the children, to the children, you and the wife always stayed together. The children not never got to see the children, or they never got to see the cheating. All they see was mom and daddy was happy. <laughs> son gonna go out the house and still cheat <laughs> because he's operating in his dad's shadow. Right. The dad, the dad, unconsciously doesn't understand that his shadow is casting mm-hmm. is casting a light mm-hmm. because nothing's gonna stay in the dark. Right. So if a dad is molesting in the dark, let's just say the son is watching because these children want to be like you. And if they're watching you do something and it it gains you power or they see that it gains you some sort of power, they want that power too. Mm -hmm. They want to be just as evil as you or just as good as you. Whatever you cast, that's what it's going to be. But we have this growing thing. But we know it didn't start in 1980. Right. It started
1: when literally nobody was saying anything
0: about it. Absolutely. You didn't have the power to speak. There was no social media. Mm -hmm. There was... Your mom be like, Man, you better not say nothing or we might get kicked out of church. It's the only church in the community. Mm-hmm. And if everybody in the church knows you got kicked out, you might as well move out of town. Mm-hmm. So it continues. This one child didn't get to say nothing. So now it's 50 children at the church right. by one person. Right. 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 And then the church say, well, we don't want to get rid of this person. We'll just move to another church. Mm-hmm. Well, it's another 50 at this church. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move to another church. And that's been going on for a very long time. And if it's happening at the church... And it's the high court of the world mm-hmm. because I don't know if people understand this. Every community is built around a church. It's how community works. <laughs> but if the church, even on high, mm-hmm. is happening down below. Right. And so if it's happening at the church, well, maybe the police officers single. Well, well, they doing it. Mm-hmm. And we are the enforcers mm-hmm. behind the community. Well, maybe we can do it. And then everybody gets in on it. It becomes a pinwheel. And then it becomes a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we take these children that nobody cares about. It ain't. I'm not accusing no organization or nothing, but this is what I'm saying about an infestation. Mm-hmm. Let's say the people that were doing bad or want to do bad with what happened to them, they get it to your police force. They get it to your church system. They, oh, it only takes one to infect a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So... Through the numbers, through time, because we know that this didn't happen in the nineteen eighties. What we're dealing with right now is the extreme perversion of what happened that maybe started in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Maybe happened in the thirties. Mm-hmm. But you could not talk about it back then. You could say nothing about the family. When I was a kid, my family had talked about nothing that had happened. Right, right. I didn't learn about I didn't learn about some family members. I was forty years old. I was like, what? Huh. That happened in my family? Right next to me? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to say nothing about it? Mm-hmm. person I hear no more so I don't get to confront them anymore. Right. But me, I don't let nothing hide in the dark. I want to mm-hmm. bring it all outside.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. outside, we can fix a problem.
1: Right.
0: We can't fix the problem if it's kept in the house and the infestation grows. Now the whole house is infected. And I, and I call the people with the house. We're the body of Christ, So if people are infested Mm -hmm. with the foolishness Mm -hmm. and the fools are sitting right next to us and we can't say nothing about the fools, what are we? What are we like? Does that make us a group of cowards? What does it make us if we can't now talk like even with um, our neighborhoods? I don't think our neighborhoods are bad. I think it's about 10 percent hoodlums. Mm -hmm. And if we get them 10 percent hoodlums out, everything will run just smooth. But if no one says anything, the infestation continues. Let some roaches get in your house. Mm-hmm. And for years, you don't call no, Man, no we ain't going to call Orkin. We're going to wait till next month. We're going to wait till next month. We'll wait till next month. We'll wait till-. And we're talking about months. I just told y'all about generations. Right. Generations, 10 years. That's, mm-hmm. that's 10 years. You change a lot in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You change. The way that we thought in the 80s is not how we think today like when Madonna came out and they were like, oh my gosh, she is the antichrist, the worst thing that ever happened to women. Mm-hmm. If you, Madonna, that she's a church girl now compared to what's going on today. That's true. Like, yeah. if the worst you can get is like a virgin, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now, every generation has to have an extreme.
1: Mm-hmm. It's almost like what you said about the hip-hop, when they decided that the parental guidance on there, but the parents who wanted to hear it? Hear it around the children who get to hear it. Who aren't being guided by their parents are being guided now by the fact that this is something they like. This is. Their,
0: this M- is Mom of. likes it. Dad likes it.
1: So they take it on and have no conviction about not letting their children participate. The same thing goes with any other thing that we allow around our children. When you allow people who have done wrong to children to
0: stay around our children. The children
1: don't know where the boundaries are when they grow up and
0: have children. Absolutely. So then there goes your infestation. Absolutely. And so nobody says anything about the infestation. We've, we're have we probably uh, 80 years into this infestation, maybe even longer, because I believe this country was built on raping and pillaging. So <laughs> we might have been. We had this infestation a long time ago. The problem is women couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And disadvantaged groups couldn't really say anything. Cause they were just happy to be in the country. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were getting taken advantage of. And so you get a, let's say you have immigrants that were taken advantage of as immigrants. Mm-hmm. Well, now their children have to live with the ramifications of the people that were taken advantage of. And let's just say these children are mad at what happened to their parents. Mm-hmm. Well, they start teaching a certain way to their children. Then their children go out with a certain line of infestation. Mm-hmm. When I talk to black people and I say, okay, um, these gangs in your community, these bad people in your community, these bad apples, when they go and do things to other ethnic groups, mm-hmm. who gets the blame for it? Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, they go to jail. That's great. We get to deal with the ramifications of what they did. Right. And it might be 10% of us that might be bad apples, but we all get blamed for this one person taking the, taking the authority upon themselves to do something bad to somebody else. Yeah and so it's just infestation and that anger nobody asks this person why are you doing these crazy things to people Mm -hmm. what I'm finding out is most of these boys that got molested Mm -hmm. they're a lot worse than the women because now you put them in an emotional state Mm -hmm. they've been entered which means they're in an emotional state now Mm -hmm. boys are not ready for that because we're geared with testosterone which makes us we need women to be like, "Hey, come on down." <laughs> but we're amped up all day. Mm-hmm. But if you add extra fire to this testosterone mm-hmm. with molestation, with the emotional mm-hmm. balance of like, if women had muscles, God was like, "Okay, if I get women muscles, it's not gonna be fair." Because mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all can already out argue us. Mm-hmm. Man, I could beat us up. It would never work. It would never work. So God was like, "Okay." Can't give them both because it just wouldn't be right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's it's just like that. Like when our children are exposed to something, mm-hmm. and they like it, mm-hmm. it has to be a programming of telling them why you don't need this. Like if you just beat a child and you don't tell them why you're beating them, they don't understand the lesson. Right. Right. When my children do, I stop them. I say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on back. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. The punishment's great." You're going to learn something from the lesson. Even if you don't learn it today, you're going to learn something from the lesson. Right, right, right. And so I explained it to them. Even I, And this is what I loved about my wife in the beginning when we were just dating. If they got a whooping, after the whooping they got there, <laughs> she's like, okay, what did you do? You got to know what you did. Because children, they'll act foolish. Children will grow foolish and be like, I didn't do anything. I was just doing did it just I don't know how this happened. I kids are very they can be very foolish and very smart when they feel like it. Mm-hmm. But if you hold them accountable, mm-hmm. they grow into adults that will be accountable. Okay. If you never hold these people accountable, mm-hmm. they grow into adults. They're all gonna grow up. We know this about every child that was a baby is gonna grow up.
1: Exactly.
0: You keep feeding them, they're gonna keep growing. You keep feeding them, they go hey. And so how are you feeding them and what are you feeding them and how often are you feeding them? <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And so when we speak about infestation and when we talk about generations of things that have been happening, now we're in a per- perverse state and everybody's like, oh my God, this problem just came overnight. And this one quick fix, we'll change it. No, 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 It's a deprogramming that has to happen to men and to women to say, this is why this particular attitude doesn't work. Mm-hmm. This why this particular behavior doesn't work. Like when I'm explaining to my friends, uh, and this is a big, big thing with my counseling, I always want you to move into action. We can't counsel unless you're moving into action. Right, right. I'd be like, okay, so, so you drink, you smoke, you party all the time, give up one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually when you give up one, you'll give up something else. Because if you're giving up the partying, you probably only drink when you go to party. And if you go to party without drinking, you're probably not going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So now you got to deal with yourself. Why am I not having a good time? Mm-hmm. Why do I got have drink to have a good time? Now you start asking yourself real questions. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to do the work. And so when I'm talking to men, and I tell them, well, give up sex. Mm-hmm. For nine months? Why would I do that? <laughs> I say, it's only nine months you your life. How long have you been living? Mm-hmm. I say, you can't give up sex for a year? Well, I was working overseas, they was like, oh, man, I know you'd be having sex with to- them. Why? Hmm. They would only get in the way of my paycheck. I know I'm not going to be with them. You're in the way of my check. So I need to focus on my check. Mm-hmm. I'm over here about my money. I was over there for six years. I ain't worried about no woman over there. Mm-hmm. But every the time I come home, if I had a girlfriend, oh, I know you're messing with somebody over there. Mm-hmm. Why well, can't be about my money? Why I can't be trusted because every man that you chose before me. Right. But this is all infestation. Mm-hmm. A uh, sexual perversion. uh. All of this is spiritual. It's a all all types of perversions. The devil will use any type of perversion that you love against you. And when you have molestation, it's a it's the biggest one because uh even though people try to devalue sex and the power of it, it's still the most powerful uh emotion that it's gonna bring out of your body. Like sex makes you kill somebody. Yeah. More than love. Mm-hmm. Sex makes you love somebody that you don't even like. Mm-hmm. You like, I don't know why I'm with this man. <laughs> I've seen women stay with a man. I'd be like, okay, he's going to beat you again today. When are you going to leave? And i be like, why are you not leaving? Like, what? Because with women, you can win them over with words. Mm-hmm. Women are big on words. So if you want to, you can just win them over on words. Or you can beat them into to action. Or you can just, just be nice on the upside. I don't know. But um, with an infestation. <laughs> with infestation, we don't get to choose the effects of what somebody started so long ago. And then some people start to like and to make normal what was not normal a long time ago. And so now we're we're dealing with the ramifications in 2023 Mm -hmm. of women who don't have to play fair with men anymore.
1: Mm.
0: The men didn't play fair with them when they had the advantage. Now they don't have to play fair with you. Mm -hmm. And we didn't do this. But we got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the infestation I'm talking about. And I'm talking about it on so many levels, just to nail it into your head, that by the numbers, mm-hmm. when you, we're, we're talking about much with roaches. But we're humans, we're talking about generations. Mm-hmm. And we have basically killed a generation of walking adults mm-hmm. by doing something to them that was out of their control and out of their influence and out of their nature. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't ask for it, it's not in your nature to receive it. You didn't ask for it, but somebody put something on you and, and, and whatever that person, whatever spirits that person was carrying with them are now with you. Mm-hmm. And now you're not only working off your parents' demons, mm-hmm. you're working off whatever this person that did this perverse thing to use demons. Mm-hmm. And I experienced this a lot with men, especially the ones that turn on, um, they, they go out and they're still good human beings. Mm-hmm. They don't like what happened to them. They are very mean towards gay people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> very mean. Wow. Very, I don't do mm-hmm. none of that gay stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. But they're in a avoidance stage, mm-hmm. but the son has to deal with. Mm-hmm. With the ramifications of the father not dealing with the actions, mm-hmm. and so the father is the man's man, he'll end up with a gay son, and people like this may be the lesson mm-hmm. that you didn't get to learn from yourself. So maybe you went so hardcore that you didn't get to see that you didn't get to deal with that action, but the action is still on you. The action is still with you. Right, right. The backwater is still with you. You might have you might have been the baby that turned out well, but the action, the bathwater, is still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you have to deal with it. And I feel instead of having a real conversation about molestation, we're talking about all the ramifications. Oh, she fast. Oh, he got all these tattoos on his face. Oh, he a menace. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about what happened to these people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And until we have the conversation and we air out the dirty laundry and say, okay, we're not perfect. What we was doing in the the background, we're not going to do anymore. Changed actions. We just keep on uh, getting at that, that thing, just paving over, get some new stuff. Let's pave over the old road right. that, the, that the molested kids built. Let's that's, that's pave over that and talk about why y'all fast right now. <laughs> Let's talk about why these women wearing these dresses and they booty showing. Let's talk about everything it's talking about. But the perverse, per- the perverse people brought this to your light a long time ago, and now it's normal.
1: It's interesting because I think that without us realizing it, some people are telling their stories when they make our movies. We have times when they tell us stuff in movies that makes us angry, but they're telling us somebody's story. They're just not putting names of who these stories are because the, the movies will tell you. Absolutely, the child. It'll show you different stuff like that. But where's that coming from then? Where's it coming from? It, imagination is not just out of, from out of this world, and we all of a sudden just thought about that, that's somebody's experience. Absolutely. And whether it's a person who's there or someone who's connected to someone who's connected to someone who's connected, is still part of that because then it feeds the mind of others who are watching these movies as well. You know, so, I mean, it's everywhere we go, we can see a bit of the infestation in our society.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, people, we're going to wrap it up there. We have had a great conversation, great time talking to y'all today. Um, Please take this into y'all heart, take this into y'all minds, especially when y'all are looking outside at what's going on today. Bring it back to what we're talking about today and stop judging people at where they're standing today and let's look at what they've. What happened to them for them to get here to this response that we're dealing with today? So um, a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of kindness to go a long way, a little bit of understanding to go a lot further than that. Y'all have a good night. and We'll talk to y'all some other time.